Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, I got reminded this morning that we have one more day left in February. I thought today was the last day of February, and my five-year-old at breakfast said, no, it's only the second to last day. So one more day to make an impact in February. So hope everybody does that. Uh, thank everybody for listening. Um, a lot of work happened yesterday around our social, I shouldn't say our, my social plan. Um, you know, working on getting uh, this podcast out every day, writing down a lot of ideas to share over the next few weeks. And I'm also working on um, some one minute videos I'm doing for Twitter every day uh, to try to kind of share more on that platform using video. And, um, uh, just trying to do more and get comfortable doing it and uh, continue doing it every day. So all good stuff, all fun stuff and um, having the ability to do it using my cell phone and my laptop and put all this content out really easily is uh, something I never would have thought would happen even a year ago. So all cool and good stuff. So thank you for listening again. I um, want to do a few things today, kind of jump a little around a little bit, um, talk about some um, work stuff and some stuff in K through 12s, kind of connect technology to some things that are going on um, out there in terms of the next few years of, of education in Ohio and what they're calling Ohio Future Ready. Um, and kind of talk about that and then talk about the uh, OETC show, uh, formerly known as ETEC. Um, talk about the technology show and kind of connecting all those dots, um, what I see kind of in future ready and where it's going and then technology and where it's going. And I think what's being left behind and forgotten, because I think there's definitely some things that are uh, being left in the periphery that need to be paid attention to. Um, and second, uh, those probably be like two segments because I'm going to ramble. <laughs> second uh, topic I want to talk about um, kind of connects with both those and schools and talk about social media and schools um, and kind of the platforms I'm using and, and how I'm using them and how they can uh, affect positive change and do some positive things. And then um, lastly, I'll get into um, how we're using it as a family and uh, kind of wrap it all up with um, my five-year-old wanting to be a vlogger uh, now. So uh, that's my plan for today. So thank you all for tuning in. Any comments, questions, any of that, shoot me a message on uh, Twitter or uh, leave me a message here on Anchor uh, or anywhere else you're listening to this and uh, we'll touch on those topics and add your calls and do all that fun stuff in future episodes, all right? Stay tuned. Thanks. All right. Um, Ohio Technology Conference was last you know, two weeks ago now. Anyway, it's been two weeks already. Um, and kind of the big push at that conference was Future Ready Ohio. A lot of people from the state, the Ohio Department of Education were there talking about it. A lot of really great technology leaders talking about it and how we can connect technology to um, setting up our kids going through school right now to be future ready, uh, using air quotes. Um, and kind of what that means where we're going in the classroom is in in terms of using technology and having everybody prepared for what the next um kind of the next form of jobs looks like um i think job training in the k-12 environment has 
been needing a change for a long time and we've gone through multiple iterations of changes. Uh, some have stuck and some haven't. Um, but, you know, looking at what jobs are going to look like uh, in the next 5, 10, 15 years and how the kids we're putting through school today will be ready for those versus, um, you know, if we continue to train them the way we were trained 15, 20 years ago, they won't be ready. Um, so really interesting stuff. Um, I had an opportunity to go to a lot of classes around blended learning, um, around specific technologies in the classroom like 3D printing, um, some other cool stuff. Um, the one thing that I really wanted to talk about um, was the lack of just straight technology sessions, uh, which I found interesting. I think, and I want to start a conversation around it with my customers and, and people I'm calling on and prospects and that sort of thing, um, just in terms of the gap there. I think we saw a gap 10 years ago uh, when we started putting laptops and devices in children's hands. Um, there was a huge need, immediate need for wireless, immediate need for infrastructure and getting all that stuff up and running so that we can go one-to-one -one and allow a device to connect to the internet uh, all around the school. And I think that once every district, I shouldn't say every district because there's still districts that struggle with this, but once a majority of districts got over that hump, right, got over the hump of access to, to technology and access to the internet and access to applications, um, it got put behind us and said, all right, we're past that. And now that we're talking about future ready and where we're going in the classroom in terms of um, technology and learning and teaching and adapting our teaching styles to what the needs of children and the needs of, uh, of jobs that are going to be available for them, I feel like... Um, there might be the missing component again of the back office infrastructure technology that needs to be there and be stable to run the application need, um, whether it be in the cloud, whether it be on premise, um, for these districts and for these students, um, which is, I think, a unique opportunity. We're uniquely positioned from a company standpoint to offer those services at a reduced cost where compared to where we were 10 years ago um i think there's a large number of districts that to run what they need to run from an infrastructure standpoint need a team of five and currently they have a team of one or two um and that is to be able to not only run that infrastructure but also integrate it in the way we're talking about future ready integrates it in the classroom from a professional development standpoint from a training standpoint for the teachers and students getting them ready to teach the way they need to teach and students ready to learn the way they need to learn to perform the next job function but also um you know to run all the things needed in the back to be able to to allow that teaching to happen right if we get to a point where we're overtaxing the network and experience is bad we turn kids off on the learning and they can't get over the hump, right? I think there's a lot of studies and stuff that's done that a large portion of our population, and you don't even need studies. I think you just need to look at the environment we're in right now, the, the need for immediate satisfaction and immediate um, thumbs up or likes um, or claps on anchor, if you will. Um, if, if something's not working the way it needs to work in our training or through the process of learning, we're going to turn it off and we're not going to come back to it. So the importance of everything up and running, green lights blinking in a data center, and 
the need to have that all work together in harmony, I think was really missing at the, the OETC show. It's just my, you know, my view on it. Um, and I think where Epiphany Management Group can help people is filling that gap at a cost-effective manner to allow you to do the things you need to do to prepare your teachers to be ready to teach future-ready stuff. So if I can supply a network engineer at half of the cost of hiring in-house or provide long-term support remotely at much smaller fraction of the cost of an hourly person, you know, I, I used to work at a, a reseller where we would charge $200, $250 an hour for a network person. Those charges can rack up really fast when you have a network guy in there from 8 p.m. until 3 a.m. Just to get your network up and running for your teachers that are going to come in at, at 5 and 6 a.m. So, a um, bit of a rambling rambling one here, but I think the, the point is the importance of the entire infrastructure professional development, teaching skills, technology, and then the back office stuff that runs that technology and making sure we keep our eyes on that back office piece um, and don't don't lose students right from there, right from the get-go on the experience. All right? That's it. Session two. I know I said I was going to separate two sections, one being kind of social in schools and the other being what my family's doing at social. But I think I want to combine it all into one here um, and kind of wrap it up uh, with this segment. Um, a lot of, um, for lack of better terms, crap going on um, in schools, a lot of scary stuff um, around social media, what's being shared, how easily it's shared, how easily it's it's manifests itself. And I think that, you know, it's a scary time to be a parent of even an eight and five and four year old to understand what they're going to have to go through um, in terms of social media and, and that sort of thing. So um, I don't, you know, my immediate thought is, hey, Ryan, are you being hypocritical because of what you're sharing on social media? But I think um, um, I think that the the opportunities that we have to share information and talk uh, with people all across the globe and share ideas and share what's going on in our lives is really important and something we all should continue to do. We need to continue those conversations. At the same time, I think we need to start talking about with our kids about the importance of having conversations at the dinner table, um, away from your cell phone, away from your laptop or your iPad, having conversations with family members about what's going on both personally, professionally, and in school, and the importance of that human connection, not only through uh, Twitter, or Anchor, or Facebook, or any of these other platforms we all use, um, but also you know one-to-one, right? Um, conversations with your teacher, with your classmates, and friendships, and all that sort of sort of stuff. That being said, I do think um, that it's important to use these platforms and share and have conversations and talk about your fears and talk about what's going on in your life and talk about what you're working through because, you know, everyone doesn't always have a parent or a, or a child or a teacher there. Um, so these are important avenues to do that. Um, it's a scary time though, right? I mean, there's another district that was closed locally because of a social media threat and that's the good and the bad. Uh, there's a good and a bad with everything. So, the one thing that we do um, as parents um, in this house is we 
we monitor and watch what what our kids are doing. Um, their time on YouTube and those places is um, limited, um, and it's based upon, hey, did you get your homework done? Hey, have we sat down and had dinner yet? Hey, have we talked about your day and and the good and the bad that happened? Have we talked about baseball practice or soccer practice or swimming lessons or what's going on at school or what the Dr. Seuss you know reading week event was today? All that sort of stuff. Um, and I'm, is that per, are we perfect in that? Heck no. Um, but I think you know the more we're involved in what our kids have going on, I think the more that we're going to be able to. to um, make sure everybody's doing the right thing, right? So in that same vein, um, my five-year-old um, has for over a year wanted to start her own video channel on YouTube. And my wife is resistant. Um, we kind of talked about it. And within the past two weeks, we started uh, taping my conversations with uh, Layton, who's my daughter. And it's called Layton's Chat with Dad. And we do whatever, she, we talk about whatever she wants to talk about. Um, she gets nervous in front of the camera, so we're trying to work through that. So I'm asking a lot of questions in the first couple episodes, but it's something fun for her. It's a way for her to kind of mimic what she's seeing on social media. Uh, she watches a lot of the toy videos and all that sort of stuff. So uh, I think she has fun with it, but I think it's an avenue for her who, you know, she is someone um, that is shy and I think about, this is a, a weird, weird kind of a reach connection, but stay with me here. I've been starting to follow a guy by the name of Ed Milet. And the one thing that kind of stuck with me about what, what his path and journey and social media and also his, um, his career was his parents always saying, well, you know, when he was growing up that he was just shy, right? Ed, you know, little Eddie's just shy is what he says. Um, and, you know, I, I've caught myself doing that with Layton. And I want to stop that and I want to give her the opportunity to express herself and kind of get outside of her comfort zone, outside of her box, so that we don't box her into the, hey, she's just shy category. And I know, um, you know, that was, you know, Ed Milet's kind of um, point was that we can easily paint our kids into a box and they will live in that box if we make it for them. So. That's one way I'm using social media for Layton is is to get her outside of her box, outside of her comfort zone a little bit, get more comfortable doing it. Is it going to go anywhere? Probably not, right? That's not the point. The point is, you know, the same reason I'm doing this, right? I don't have any expectation, you know, that I'm going to be the largest podcaster in the history of the world. But this avenue is giving me the ability to talk about what I do both in work and for my family to, um, you know, kind of kind of keep us moving forward in a positive direction. So that's kind of what this is all about. So, and once baseball season starts, I want to talk about baseball too. Um, so again, two segments, rambling on a bit, but I think the overarching points I'll get to uh, after one little segment break. All right, finishing up the show. Thank you for listening. I know it's about 15 minutes here of me just kind of kind of talking through things. And um, a lot going on just in our, our classrooms and schools and families. And I think that's what the overarching point of today was, is the involvement and the um, um, work we all need to put in with our children and our, our students and our faculty and our staff 
and kind of continuing to work and, and use each other to get that stuff uh, moving forward. So, you know, on the future ready stuff, I want to I want to talk, you know, say that, hey, you know, Epiphany can be a partner in a lot of this stuff. And I think we can fit a lot of um, a lot of what we do in that platform. And I think that we shouldn't. Um, we should keep our eye on the, the overarching goal and the overarching prize, but realize the work and the path uh, needs to be paved with infrastructure and support from a backroom IT staff that will allow everyone on the front end to uh, do their thing and not be uh, not be hindered by a, a network outage, as simple as that sounds. Um, and lastly, on the social side and, and using it in your family and your kids and, and the current environment in schools, you know, just pay attention, right? I think... You know, there's a generation of children growing up that don't have the attention of, of their parents and their, um, you know, their family, what's going on, and, and people are charting their own path, and they're not always charting the right path. Some of them are. Some are doing amazing things on their own. Um, but, you know, staying engaged and, and, you know, putting on the iPad for dinner and, and after dinner and having conversations and just talking out. We have uh, folk family meetings here Um almost daily just catching up and, and talking so sounds dumb it sounds simple it sounds stupid but i think it's it's something if we all try to do a little more um engaging both on social and, and outside of social with our own family and kids i think we'll all be better off so i'm getting off my soapbox and uh yeah i appreciate you guys listening i appreciate all you thanks looking for feedback send it on over and we'll talk tomorrow Thanks, guys. Have a good one.